Hey folks, I'm Jeremy. And I'm John. And we are Poemcast. Breathing life into pulmonary and critical care core content. Here at Poemcast, we believe in a brain-protective strategy, delivering information at 6 megabytes per kg. Y'all are so nerdy. So take a deep breath. We are diving in. Ah, that wasn't terrible. No. Hey there, and welcome to Poemcast. This is going to be a short episode centered around one of my biggest pet peeves in medicine, bad communication. But we're going to talk about how to make it better. There are many ways that we, and when I say we, that means us too, in medicine, communicate poorly. But today, we're specifically focusing on the oral presentation. So this is something that we all learn on day one of our medical training. We've used this method to communicate with other providers since the time of Hippocrates. Communicating about your patient is a vastly underrated skill. Schools teach super long, detailed presentations. While this is probably a good place to start, once you're out in a busy private practice, that is no longer the best way to do it. In fact, if you start down this road, we'll just stop listening to you. Seriously, the amount of time someone has called me with a patient and I've zoned out is really high. It may happen more often than times I actually listen to the whole presentation. And you can be an amazing clinician providing excellent care to your patients, but if you can't communicate that care that you provide to other providers, nobody's going to know or care how good of a provider you are. In fact, I would argue that you can be an average clinician, but if you present beautifully, people will think that you're a rock star. Nowadays, the goal of oral case presentation is to inform, share the patient's story, persuade, convince a colleague to do something for you, support your assessment and plan, and ultimately demonstrate your competence as a provider. That's a lot to accomplish in a really short amount of time. Yep. How long should one of these presentations take? 30 seconds. Are you trying to be concise on purpose? Yep. And if you ask Dr. Sanifer, it should only take five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so the man of few words here is actually onto something. The art of brevity. When it comes to the oral presentation, ditch the fluff and get to the point. In order to circumvent the tendency to ramble when communicating with attendings, colleagues, and consultants, we teach our trainees to lead with their James Bond moment. So lead with the explosion? Yeah, pretty much. The idea is to start with your assessment and your ask, then follow that up with relevant supporting details. Surely you can't be serious, and I don't know if I'm convinced yet. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> so, playing devil's advocate here, but this sort of flips the entire paradigm of the oral presentation upside down, right? Because the idea is supposed to be, start with the chief complaint in the patient's own words, walk through the HPI, review systems, past medical history. It's meant to be a journey that arrives at your diagnosis. I get that, and to your point, it's probably important to learn that immutable format during school and on the wards. But not in the ED or the ICU? Right. Because the point of learning the rules is learning how and when to break them. It reminds me of an article I read that said medical students should be taught how to do a complete history and physical, but must also be taught never to do one. Or one step further, never to present one. That's the Bond way. But on a serious note, the ED and ICU are a different beast. According to the logic of maintaining tradition, we're not supposed to treat patients prior to taking the history but we stabilize and treat patients prior to even talking to them practically every day. That's fair. One step further, I think we should also redefine our goals of the oral case presentation. How so? I think the goal should be to provide assessment first, 
Doing this allows the listener to cue in the relevant details and avoids cognitive overload. Make your ask known so they know where they fit in the patient's care plan. And finally, persuade your listener that your ask are appropriate so they will help you care for your patient. And you think that the James Bond moment facilitates these goals better than the traditional method? Exactly. I think I'm getting it, but an example would probably help. Sure, let's start the old way. Hey, Jeremy, I've got a 65-year-old female down here from a nursing home. She has a history of hypertension, diabetes, high cholesterol, CAD, osteoporosis, former breast cancer resected in 1998, and basal cell carcinoma of the nose resected in 1994. So her daughter says she wasn't really feeling right last night. She just wasn't herself. She didn't sleep well. This morning she woke up, she didn't really eat her breakfast, and they checked her blood pressure and it was low. So then she came to the ER here and her blood pressure is still low. And I did a chest x-ray and it looks like maybe she has bilateral pneumonia. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, I found myself trying to process and pick out information relevant to where I thought you were going. But to be honest, I didn't really care about anything that you had to say. All right. Well, let's try that again in the AO format. So, Jeremy, I've got a 65-year-old female here from the nursing home. She presented with septic shock, presumed sources pneumonia. Her chest x-ray has evidence of bilateral infiltrates. Her daughter noticed she was altered last night, and uh, she's been hypotensive. She was hypotensive when she first came to the ED. I gave her 30 cc's per kg of IV fluids. Her blood pressure responded for a little while and is now back down again. I've got CBC, lactate, BMP all pending, but I think she's probably headed to the ICU. So I'm not going to lie, that was a whole lot better. And starting with your assessment sort of allowed me to hone in on the key details that I wanted to know and didn't leave me wondering if there was anything that you said the first time that I was wondering if I should have paid attention to that maybe I didn't. Just call me the man with the golden gun. I won't. (laughs) (laughs) So listeners out there, if you're still not convinced Uh, The JBM, James Bond moment, method of communication is actually studied. In the literature, it's more aptly named the assessment-oriented, or AO, oral case presentation. I like JBM better. We know. So this was a study done by Matto et al. in 2003. The researchers looked at 36 PGY-1 to PGY-3 emergency medicine residents. The residents were asked to perform either a traditional or assessment-oriented case presentation. A total of 112 traditional and 87 AO presentations were graded by the faculty. On average, the traditional presentations took almost two minutes, while the AO presentations took only about a minute and 10 seconds. There was no difference in presentation quality rated by faculty, but the residents using the AO method felt more organized and more satisfied with the presentation that they delivered. In all fairness, the study wasn't blinded. And it was rather small, only 36 residents in total. But I do think the findings are significant. 46 seconds can be the difference between life and death for our really sick patients, especially if we're giving multiple oral case presentations per shift, which we are. Glad you're seeing things my way. Don't say it. Seeing things through my... Seeing things through my golden eye. (laughs) All right, so let's wrap it up. In the EDICU, time is a commodity and brevity is king. The volume and acuity of our patients necessitate unique strategies for efficient and concise communication. We recommend employing the JBM strategy, known in the literature as the AO, 
Start with your assessment and your ask first, then provide supporting details thereafter. This method is demonstrably faster, and we believe that it reduces cognitive overload in your listener and allows them to cue into relevant information. Your attending, colleagues, and consultants will thank you, and your patients will live to die another day. <laughs> or maybe only twice. Only live twice. So... I think we've exhausted all of the James Bond puns out there today. I like my coffee shaken, not stirred. I was wrong. So we'll end on that note, and uh, go ahead and give this method a try, and let us know what you think. Or if you have a different strategy that you use to improve the efficiency of your communication on the job, we'd love to hear from you, so drop us a line. Until next time, keep breathing, keep streaming, and keep reading. Keep reading.